0: with a stationary bmw anyone who saw the collision or has any information is asked to contact 101 The Home Office has asked for a licence and review of an Indian restaurant in Johnston after a number of raids on the premises uncovered illegal immigrants. An application for a review due to be discussed by Pembrokeshire County Council's licensing committee committee next week states that the Home Office believes licensing objectives will not be met at Bombay Brasserie. At the time of the Home Office application, the licence holder of the Vine Road restaurant was listed as Werner Ewald Fuchs, a report to committee states... We have reason to believe the licence holder will fail to meet the licensing objectives of prevention of crime and disorder as illegal working has been identified at the premises, the Home Office application reads. Included with the application to the committee on May the 30th is reference to three visits to the premises where illegal workers were discovered with employer Fazla Raman present. The last raid was on April the 13th where one man without permission to work was found. In August 2018 the report adds a civil penalty. A penalty of £15,000 was issued after two illegal workers were found in November 2018. As another worker was found, the civil penalty remains unpaid, according to the Home Office. Right. Theresa May's turbulent leadership of the Conservative Party will end on June the 7th, paving the way for a new Prime Minister to lead the Brexit process. A tearful prime minister said she had done my best to get her withdrawal agreement through Parliament and take the UK out of the European Union, but acknowledged she had failed. It is and will always remain a matter of deep regret to me, and I have not been able to deliver Brexit. She said in Downing Street, watched by husband Philip and her closest aides. An emotional Mrs. May said it was the best interests of the country for a new prime minister to lead that effort. Announcing her departure from a job she loved. Mrs May said, I am today announcing that I will resign as leader of the Conservatives and Unionist Party on Friday the 7th of June so that a successor can be chosen. Concluding her resignation statement, Mrs May broke down as she said it had been the honour of my life to serve the country that I love. Broselli Pembrokeshire MP Stephen Crabb said, I've supported the Prime Minister over the last three years, both in public and in private, and I believe she has done her very best against almost impossible odds, and I thank her for that. And in Pembrokeshire sport, Christian Bennett has spoken after leaving his position as manager of Haken United. Bennett, a distinguished former player with the Vikings, took over the first team at the end of 2015 to the 2016 season, following the departure of Gary Dawes. At that point, it appeared he had a rebuilding job on his hands, and yet with the assistant Stuart MacDonald, led the club to back-to-back Division 1 titles. They also won the Senior Cup in the 2017-28 to season to complete the double- and whilst the side failed to add any silverware in their last campaign, they still reached a West Wales Cup semi-final. I'm Toby Ellis, and you're up to date with Pembrokeshire's News.
1: This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio weather.
2: All right, thank you very much indeed to Toby and the news team. So an update on the weather for you for Pembrokeshire. It's going to be a cloudy change of sunny intervals day today going into this afternoon. Late tonight the temperatures will be dropping down to about 14-13 degrees as we reach into the night. Looks to be a clear night tonight so it will be getting a little bit colder than usual, but it's going to be a very fine day indeed. Not much chance of rain in the slightest. Slight bit of a breeze so if you are going to be outside, if you're on the beaches or maybe going up the hills, make sure you have a windproof jacket handy. Late tomorrow it's going to be a lovely day with mostly dry, start with plenty of sunny spells.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road, I'm gonna ride till I can't no more, I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road, I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I
4: got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is matted black, got the bushes black to match, riding on a
1: Pure West Radio.
2: Right, and we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sunday Gaming Show. It is currently the second hour of the show today, and we're going to be bouncing straight into the news of this Cornish Council that I mentioned about at the very start. So this comes from Neil Burden, who is a councillor for Cornwall Council, and uh, it's to do with him arguing with the funding for uh, certain video game uh, development schemes at Falmouth University called Launchpad. So, with this, uh, our big guy has uh, decreed, now, this, uh, I initially thought this was a public um, thing he said, you know, in, say, not akin to the Council Commons, but, you know, to the press, but turns out this is actually in a Cornish meeting, so, let's just run through this. So, apparently, the, corner, the Council councillor criticized university courses in computer games development, saying the gaming industry is destroying lives. Neil Burden argued that Cornwall Council should not be funding the scheme at Falmouth University that focuses on creative and gaming industries. He described digital gaming as the most horrendous thing in the world. So, let's uh, go right into this straight away. So, for starters, um, I can understand a little bit why he may be a bit worried because apparently he had to drag one of his family members away from addiction linked to Fortnite. Now, Fortnite is certainly a game that does have some problems when it comes to keeping people online at a very long period of time. I've discussed this in previous shows of the design of the game, which other games do as well, where after a game you finish, you've been knocked out, it will keep you in circulation to go into another fresh game, and it sometimes matches you very quickly, which can keep the cycle going on and on and on and on. Plus, you have in other games where they've encouraged you to... Keep going, or they'll have, like, sad emoticons from the characters if you decide not to. Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous, especially with younger generations. However, with this as well, he described it as the most horrendous thing in the world. Now, I think this is a bit of uh, hyperbole, or however you pronounce it, from uh, the gentleman whilst he was in this discussion with Cornwall Casco. It's just about doing a, if I get the numbers right here, a £900,000 uh, investment into the launch pad. Um it's the Launchpad system, so this is going to be one where Launchpad is designed to help uh, people, uh, young people develop into the gaming industry, doing uh, certain uh, different bits and pieces, you know, you can do master entrepreneurship, you know, it's a lot of stuff that's creative as well as working in business. And so with this he's decreed, yeah, this is an awful thing, this is terrible, and it's not a good thing. However, The good news is the other members of Cornwall Council, uh, Deputy Council Leader Adam Paytner, defended the gaming industry, which he said was worth £3.86 billion to the UK, and employed more than 20,000 people. And that's, you know, that is only, you know, the people who actually work in the gaming industry. There's also those who are content creators, you know, uh, those who do YouTube videos or Twitch streams. There's a lot more stuff to it as well, not to mention those who work in the esports scene. It's a very big thing. So... With this gentleman, with Neil Burn, I think he might be a little bit out of touch with gaming itself and some of the positive aspects as well, because to describe gaming as the most horrendous thing in the world. I'd certainly say that is a very, very strong thing to say, especially when there are other things which could be classed as a little bit more horrendous, I mean, uh, you could possibly look at some of the famine problems that are happening across the planet right now, you could be looking at climate change and how that is affected certain areas, we could look at uh, certain problems relating to opiate addiction, you know, another addiction which is a little bit more damaging than uh, video games, because yes, video gaming can cause problems and they can be quite serious if not treated and if it's like left completely out the left wing, but that's like right off the deep end with opiate addictions or other ones, that will hit you very hard and very fast. And it's I think he's yeah, a little bit of a a flippant remark from him, and I think this he's gonna be haunted by this for a little bit of some time. I mean, his Twitter account has been used since twenty sixteen, actually, which is ironic. It's a shame. Actually I would have loved to have invited him onto the show to have a maybe a good debate, you know, just to understand why he is have his opinion and I'll then provide counterpoints, you know, certainly not the one where I go to rip and ridicule him. It's it, yeah, it's it's you need to be professional when it comes to that. So, yeah, if, if ever he is, <laughs> it happens to be listening at this moment, I'd be very welcome to have you onto my show, Mr. Burden, so we can have a quick discussion, maybe just understand why you feel this is the worst thing on the planet, and maybe I can show you some of the positive aspects that come out of gaming. I mean, for starters, this radio show is one. If were it not for gaming, I would not be sitting in this very comfortable chair in the studio. So I'm going to hop into our next bit of music now, which is going to be another one from Madness, which is uh, probably one of my favourite ones they did. I always keep thinking of the um, saxophones jumping away. So don't be going yet, here comes the next track.
5: See the
2: Okay, that there was Madness with Embarrassment here on Pure West Radio. So yeah, so touching a little bit more about this stuff from this uh, Cornwall counsellor who said that gaming is, the or digital gaming, certainly is the most horrendous thing in the world. So I've had a good little chat about that, a little discussion, not so much a rant as such, but certainly my strong opinion on that, of how really it's not. Because, I mean, we're just going to go through some of the positive aspects that gaming has done for people, We you know, certainly since the industry has started. I mean, it has become... As mentioned, by, uh, as defended by the members of Cornwall Council, it is a huge element of uh, the economy for the UK. I think, actually, the UK is the capital of video game development in Europe. I mean, certainly America and Japan will trump the lot of them when it comes to that. But, yeah, it's a major part. And then, of course, as mentioned, it's helped people in many ways. I mean, not just through fame and fortune, whether you become a well-known YouTuber, streamer, eSports champion, or e-sports cast You know, those are also one side of it, but also the little things as well that gaming really has done. I mean, friendships being a huge part. I mean, I'm going to be meeting people uh, later on in July that I have known for about three to four years, but I've never met them in person. There'll be others who I've uh, know, known for ten years plus now in the gaming industry that I'll be meeting in person as well when I go out to Florida. And the friendships are really something very special. I mean... You know, usually as well, it comes in handy with gaming where the people you play with in these games are people that you have played with for a long time and you have the same interests because obviously you're playing the same game. You may have a couple of differing opinions here and there, but the fact is you work together with teamwork, you work in strategy. There's a lot of stuff that goes in encouragement. There's so many big things that gaming does that helps so many people. So, yeah, there's a little bit more to it as well. I mean, relationships have been found through gaming. I mean, there's been stories and all the rest. I mean, there's been helping people out with mental issues as stem from gaming as well. I mean, certain video games have focused on this as well. I mean, notably, uh, we had Sinua's Last Sacrifice that won so many uh, awards of the BAFTAs last year, really focused on uh, the mentalness of, I think it was bipolarism and uh, some other bits as well. It was, you know, huge, huge things all stem from this. And I mentioned Minecraft at the very start of the show. Ten years of that game, and that's inspired so many people to get into Architecture, so many people to get into just developing ideas and concepts. It's really something very, very big. So, I very much am opposite to the opinion of Mr. Bird, and I do hope that it'd be nice actually if um, it would be nice to invite him to and just show him what gaming does in the positive light that completely outweighs some of the negative aspects that he may have experienced with, as mentioned with his family member, he tried to stop from getting addicted to games maybe then you can see there's a little bit more to it than that. So with that, we're going to hop into our next bit of music now, which is going to be a triple-deck special featuring a little bit of Lady Gaga, a little bit of Michael Bubbles, O'Bublé, and Andy Williams as well. So I'll be back with you in a short while. But first, let us remind you about one of the greatest things happening in this county in less than two weeks' time.
6: For one night only, Pure West Radio take over the circus big top when it comes to town to present a variety show like no other with the greatest musicians Pembrokeshire has to offer with laughter, magic, mystery and awarding the greatest people within the county. Pembrokeshire's Greatest Show arrives at the Withybush County Showground on Saturday, June 8th, 2019. The spin-off of The Greatest Showman will feature Dylan Sanders Swales, the winner of the Pure West Radio first birthday event We Want Your Talent. The sensational 13 years old drummer will take to the stage for a very special performance. Also on the night, an exclusive rendition by Chris Didcote and Steve Bartram. Incredible moves from the Kelly Williams School of Dance Troupe and more artists to be announced. On the night, we will be handing out awards to those only worthy of the title. Award categories include
1: Pembrokeshire's Greatest Star Volunteer with Tinicoid Care,
0: Pembrokeshire's Greatest Farming Star with Bristol Trader Harford West, Pembrokeshire's Brightest
1: Star with Spec Savers Haverford West.
6: Please nominate someone you know today via PureWestRadio.com. Closing date is Monday, May 27th. Pembrokeshire's greatest show Witherbush County Showground On Saturday June 8th 2019 Take your seats in the Big Top From 7.30pm Tickets are now on sale at PureWestRadio.com A night not to be missed
3: I get so much more than I get. I just haven't met you yet. Mm-hmm. I might have to wait. I'll never give up. I guess it's half timing and, and the other half's luck. Wherever you are, whenever it's right. You'll come out of nowhere and into my life And I know that we can be so amazing And baby, your love is gonna change me And now I can see every possibility mm. And somehow I know that you'll all turn up. And you'll make me work so we can work to work it out And I promise you can't so much more than I get Mm -hmm. I just haven't met you yet They say Just I just haven't met you yet. Oh, I promise you can To give so much more than I get. I just haven't met you yet. So birthday. Yeah, I just haven't met you yet.
1: Pure West Radio For Pembrokeshire From Pembrokeshire
7: Guess there's no use in hanging round Guess I'll get dressed and do the town I'll find some crowded avenues Though it will be empty without you Can't get used to losing you No matter what I try to do Gonna live my whole life through Loving you Call up some girl I used to know After I heard her say hello Couldn't think of anything Since you're gone it happened Take your place Guess that I
2: All right, now there was Bad Romance from Lady Gaga. Always do love that track. That's nearly 10 years old now. Uh, It's not right. It's not right. And then before that, we had Andy Williams, I can't get used to loving you, and Michael Bublé with Haven't Met You Yet. So welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. It's currently 25 minutes to 3 here in Haverford West as I'm chilling in this lovely studio Oh, I do I've got a bit, I wish I had the chair. I mean, video gaming chairs are always like, very much worth purchasing. If you do a lot of gaming, it really does a lot of good. Not just for your back if you get a little bit more aged like I am, but it does feel really nice just having something a lot more control when you can move around in it as well. It's just it really is worth something to invest in because they just feel really, they just feel amazing as well when you're sitting in them, especially when they've got the lumbar support on the back, they've got the high parts you can lean your head away. So as I do that, moving away from the mic, but let's stay professional, Stu, let's not do that. So yeah, definitely something uh, to be looking into. So we're going to be touching on some news now that's come in from Nintendo, and it's not to do with E3, in fact, it's actually to do with our friends across the other side of the English Channel. Because uh, Nintendo have actually removed some mobile games in Belgium. Uh, so two Nintendo mobile games would soon no longer be available to purchase in Belgium to download. So you can get them now, but they will disappear very, very soon on the 27th of August. Now, what is this? Well, uh, this all stems from the whole thing that um, Belgium decreed that the purchase of loot boxes on my transactions is actually a form of gambling, which is illegal in this kind of style. So... It's uh, not something we have to worry about here in the UK because the government have decreed that uh, loot boxes are a form of gambling, which I might uh, change, might see change in the future. Uh, it all depends what happens with this new government. Now that Theresa May is going, and whoever's going to be the new big boss of the Conservative Party and the country. It's going to be a very busy time for us over the next couple of weeks. Plus, of course, we still have Brexit and all that nonsense still to clear out as well so also there has been a Dutch ban on this as well but this basically means that um, yeah, they're pulling Animal Crossing uh, from the uh, mobile thing which um, there's going to be quite a few very sad people because the mobile gaming side of things is a very big part of the gaming industry know, it's usually known as the silent majority because naturally those who play in console like I do we're a lot more vocal with our opinions but this one is going to be yeah a bit of an impact this could affect future games as well because we've seen that with FIFA having theirs pulled out we will see similar with some other events, so I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen with stuff like Overwatch and the rest of it, because although there are bits you get for it, they don't actually change how you play. They just change your appearance, maybe, or some of the emotes, but it's nothing that actually affects the gameplay itself, which is where a lot of the problems do stem. So with that, we're going to hop into our next bit of music, now, which is going to be a bit of Thelma Houston, then it's going to be One Republic with I Live, so I'll be back with you in a very short while. Do not be going anywhere.
3: Hope that you spend your days, but they all I'll say I, I, did it
5: all I, I, did it all I honed every second That this world could give I saw so many places The things that I did With every broken bone
3: I swear I lived
2: that there was the wonders of One Republic with I Lived and before that we had Thelma Houston with Don't Leave Me This Way. So we've got some more great music for you coming up here on Pure West Radio including a little bit of Culture Club, a little Mabel featuring notes and then it's going to be a little bit of Farrell Williams to close out the hour before we have the news and weather. So yeah, so we'll be looking forward now to what's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks, because of course we've got Sonic Racing is out now at this point, and then it's going to be as I said, the build at E3 and what will be revealed along with the major releases into June, because I think we've hit June already, I mean it's, it's the half term week we've got bank holiday this weekend, it, where on earth is this year gone? I said this last year, I'm going to say it again, it just disappears, it flies past so with that I'm going to hop straight into Kama 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 Kameleon, and I'll be back with you in a very short while, and then I'll be looking at what's going to happen in the future <laughs>
5: Come and go
2: Okay, that there was, of course, Kama, 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 Chameleon from the Culture Club. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. So I'll be hopping into the news and weather for you in a very short... I'm just going to touch on something that's just popped up into the BBC's news, actually, earlier on today, because I do believe there has been a... I think it's MCM has happened this uh, weekend over in London, which has been quite a big one. Sebastian Stan and a few others have been there. And, uh, yeah, it's been a big part of people saying... You know, cosplay. Why is it such a big thing? Now, cosplay is something that I personally have done. I did my the Kapow run in my Hunter costume from the video game of Destiny, which I do love. And cosplay is something very, very special. I mean, it's uh, it literally is known as costume play, where you make a costume to match or be a version of one from a video game or possibly from a TV show or movie or anime, cartoons. A whole variety. And some of the game ones I see are st- stupendously incredible so i will be touching on that a little bit later on but before that we're going to go to our next bit of music then it'll be the news and weather and then we'll touch on the cosplay and why it's so great so i'll be back with you in a short while
1: Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm.
7: Tune in to the B.B. Scone Show with me, B.B. Scone, at 7 o'clock every Sunday night here on Pure West Radio for two hours, yes, two hours, of the best in local music, including guests live in session at the legendary Comprehensive Gig Guide.
1: The action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page Pure West Radio.
5: We came in Friends to you I cut.
0: I'm Toby Ellis with the latest news for Pembrokeshire. A 77-year-old woman who died in a crash on a busy Haverford West roundabout has been named by police. David Powers Police is investigating a fatal collision at the Merlins Bridge roundabout Haverford West which appeared at around 11.30 a.m. on Thursday May the 23rd. During the crash 77-year-old Sandra Neal died. Her next of kin and HM coroner are aware. Her family described her as a loving sister and aunt who will be sadly missed. Mrs Neal, a retired lecturer at Pembrokeshire College, was driving a red Hyundai I-10 down Merlins Hill, approaching Merlins Bridge roundabout when her car collided with a